0: So I reiterate here, the bell is dead. The story of this great city is about the years before this night. We are
1: free! Hey, what's up? This is Ho Ho Hong Kong. I'm Andy Curtin. I'm here with Vivek marble barney wow hey for the free listeners you didn't come for three weeks I was yeah, like, been the- pra-
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that your sign of you've been missing me you've been practicing my it name is. <laughs> that is so sad i've just been crying it at night <laughs> hey ben man i'm all right it's good to be back with my mic
1: yeah uh, so uh if you're enjoying the podcast please hit subscribe and i need to do a massive oh by the way this is our 50th episode wow 50 yeah Ooh, that's too short of a year I was going to say it's. It's, it's it, we've hit your age. Yeah, exactly. In my in my mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: I feel my skin's a hundred.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, I have to do a massive thank you to the uh, Patreon subscribers who are, I would say honestly, our more attractive listeners. Um, <laughs> uh, Uni and Nina McGrath, thank you for joining. We've hit our target. We are now covering all our overheads. And so, our next target is to add 10 more patrons and we're going to start upgrading all the podcast equipment. So, So
2: is this is basically what it is. Like, as we get more Patreon subscribers, we're going to just have more overheads unnecessarily. Like, all of a sudden now, we need coffee with our recordings.
1: Well, I do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if you've heard the podcast when I haven't had a coffee, but it's pretty slow. That's 49 episodes of that, isn't it? <laughs> no, I. but seriously though, the, the getting the, the equipment, it, first of all, it massively helps with the editing and the quality of the podcast yeah. goes up a lot. So we want to make a good uh, podcast. So thank you to all the patrons for being amazing. Uh, and we put out a bonus episode every Thursday for them and lots of other video content and photos and stuff. And today's guest is Fionn Lung. Very excited to have you on here.
0: Hi, nice to meet you guys. Yeah. And uh,
1: Fionn, has charity where people volunteer their time and meet their idols called Time Auction. And she's also the co-founder of the Mindful Movement, which uh, I think we can all agree is something everybody needs right now, right?
0: Yeah, it's a group uh, meditation event um, company. But I guess with COVID, we haven't done anything for the past (laughs) year or a year and a half.
2: I mean, I would have thought mindfulness would be perfect for COVID. Like, don't talk, sit in distance, don't notice the person around you. This isn't exactly what we need in COVID like less interaction
0: right and in, in some way I think we're forced to do more meditation like we're just sitting at home and, and yeah. there's nothing to do. So it's like just a big year long meditation Are we calling experiment. that
2: meditation now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we come to that point in our lives where like I'll take it. I just <laughs> convince like, myself I did something. With I my just life. meditated for three hours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Slash did nothing. Yeah the unemployed meditation masters I on like, the resume.
1: I like meditating I feel like it's a polite way to, to tell someone that they need to stop talking. <laughs> exactly and yeah. And maybe get some self-awareness especially <laughs> if you're having lunch with them you're like i'm going to meditate and I was like well what, what did i
0: say did I just <laughs> <laughs> do some mindful meat- eating. Exactly.
1: yeah so let's take a step back a little bit you're hong kong born and bred
0: yeah i uh grew up here and then i i studied for about a year in london studying art um then came back to study business but most of the time i i was here
1: what what was studying art exactly what did that involve
0: So I've always been like the art kid, like I love drawing and like creating stuff. And so naturally after high school, I I went to, you know, apply for art universities and did a foundation year in in London. And then, um, yeah, so that was just like exploring different art direction. And then one holiday I came back and then my dad was like, hey, what are you studying in London? And I was like, art dad I thought I told you like he just, you know <laughs> was, like, all this time yeah. and then he's like oh shit like, like you're I, gonna was, I was meditating on the street. I was what are you gonna do
2: yeah always one of those okay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should bring it to parents. art galleries next time Be like dad look at that piece guess how much
1: he's like what you mean that can do this okay Wait, and what were you, were you painting were you making sculptures what were no you doing? I was
0: mainly doing like illustration and some like installation stuff Um, but you know I was really young right so we're just like doing a bunch of different stuff to explore.
1: And do you feel like that you use, you know, I, I, I studied two things that are totally unrelated to what I do now, but I feel like I drew a lot from that. Like, do you feel like you learned much for what you're doing now? Oh, yeah, for school? sure.
0: I think, like, doing art gives you, like, the mentality you have to create something from scratch, right? You totally think about one material, like, where you want to go. Um, so, in a way, doing your own thing or, like, this entrepreneurship journey is very much similar um yeah so i think you know obviously starting time auction a lot of design stuff all the um basic design stuff is is um what what my job when we first started
2: yeah because like i mean the time auction you have your own logo and everything unlike a lot of charities who are like we're just going to use a font and that's going to be it was
0: fun until like <laughs> yeah.
2: we were oh can like you get dead can you rip on charities <laughs> <laughs> why yeah. not man I mean they're not like they're Patreon subscribers anyway so <laughs> let's go with this no there are a lot of charities because I get contacted by different charities and they're like oh we're this and this and this and this and they usually have like a one page website with like a simple logo and I'm like I'm wanna like i happy to help with anybody but I want to kind of get to know what your charity is about it's not just some bunch of guys who are just like hey we're bored let's start something up register it and get these people to do, do stuff for free right so with time auction I, what I really like is that it's not just a good concert, but also like your your stuff is a like, legit proper like you've actually melded the art and business side as in like it's proper like co- uh, corporate level quality that you know it, like I said you have your own little logo and I'm sure there's a there's a meaning behind it with the plus sign and everything yeah but, yeah so that's the other thing like have you seen the Time Auction logo I have yeah it's like a plus sign with like it's like an arrow kind of plus sign greater than sign like this is interesting it's like mathematics and design like wh- tell me about that that logo is there any yeah. specific story behind yeah, it yeah
0: definitely but we, we started off not with that logo right like yeah. we started off um, my co-founder and I we were working in finance so we did it outside of a full-time job so we started with a font
2: Yeah. <laughs> I know I everyone, font, does that. Yeah, everyone does a that a word
0: document yeah. converted into a PDF <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously after we grew and we, we started <clears throat> seven years ago and we became a registered charity about four years ago and um, the first year we became a registered charity, we thought we have to graduate from this font logo thing. <laughs> <you know, laughs> wow,
1: valid. you really hit a nerve there. I didn't <laughs> realize this was the number one hurdle for <laughs> charities. Exactly. No, I'm trying to do
2: it because I taught the art as well. So I'm like, let me get into the points that they don't like. Like, what would you say about my design? It's a font. Font is good, <laughs> yeah, but it's not open source. Is it, I'm is not it? going to you for any
1: charity. work <laughs> yeah. We need to help people. We need to
2: fix the logo. <laughs> says the guy who asked me to go get him batteries and an SD card today. <laughs> <laughs> Could you help hey, me? Man? That's charity. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right. I'll take it <laughs> So I mean We haven't really explained I think sufficiently What Time Auction is So mm-hmm. do you yeah. want to take over Because I think I'll mangle it
0: Yeah sure <laughs> um, So in To sum it up We are a charity where Our mission is to get more people To volunteer uh, we mainly do that with two programs so the first one is what we started off with which is uh we invite really cool amazing inspiring leaders in the society
1: like us to uh. exactly <laughs> <laughs> I have, i've
0: actually
2: been i've actually been
0: <laughs> that yeah. that a, people
1: volunteer clarify he
2: was <laughs> not one of the leaders. please <laughs> yeah. clarify that for me. clearly i was the only one responding initially that like i'll take
1: it <laughs> that was back when there were a font log right? <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. 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 No, he's like oh. it, was, it, it really was it really was that's why <laughs> like we gonna try this guy just you know you're the (laughs) test
2: case (laughs) (laughs) they're like we're gonna have some people do some volunteer work and then they get to see me i'm like they're not gonna do anything are they
0: (laughs) but (laughs) people showed up yeah they did yeah we had the whole dinner yeah we had the whole meal yeah it was
2: fun anyway go on go on yeah so you Um, got ladies program one ladies yeah
0: so so program one we start off with like you know you know finding great people like vivek to donate typically a two hour they they do A dinner or lunch, anyone can come and join and just like hear their stories, um, ask anything they want. Meet them as a friend, essentially, if they have completed, say, 10 volunteer hours at any NGO. So essentially every event is super casual. Um, You know, 10, 15 people. Vivek here donating two hours. Everybody volunteers 10. So, you know, there's a multiplier effect. So, you know, donating two hours equals like 150 volunteer hours done to, you know, other charities. Um, so with that program, we, we ran it for seven years now, and we feature like, you know, I think 500 something of these different speakers. And and what we realized is the community that the people who come to these events, they are usually the people who have a lot of questions, you know, about life. They want to do more than nine to five, and, and they want to find a passion. And they naturally are the more driven. Um, ambitious crowd and obviously they want to help the society right I mean that's why they kind of come to our events and volunteer on the other hand um, I mean I I changed to I started working full-time at Time Auction four years ago and from this journey I met a lot of NGO founders and 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 people and like you said like a lot of these NGOs are really small and they're like super resource like constrained, right so they don't have they have a font logo (laughs) they don't have a website there's a lot of different things that they have to do to basically kind of convey what they do to a wider audience. Um, and I remember going to Shamshui Po and meeting this like community center uh, person who founded this great community center. Like tons of kids would go to their center for tutoring and, 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 you know, food every day. Every is this day. The, the
2: Principal Chan one?
0: The what? Oh no, no this Principal is Chan, another okay, yeah. one. This is like, I, I, like Shamshui Po something yeah, community yeah, yeah. center. Okay, and okay, okay. And that, like the, the lady looks so tired. Like the lady looks like she's been working at this like tirelessly for 20 years. And I'm like, so how's it going? She's like, it's going great. But I, other than, you know, serving these community, like these kids, I still have to do marketing, design, fundraising and all the other stuff. And she obviously, she's not good at those things because it's not her expertise. And what happens usually is these NGOs would just um, end up spending a lot of time on those things. Uh, trying to change yeah, a font a logo to, to, it, to yeah, like yeah, a nicer yeah, yeah. one, yeah. and they end up doing it really badly. Anyway, so um, so anyway, back to the second program that we we launched in two thousand nineteen is because the volunteer community is so diverse and so so many different skill sets. Uh, we started uh, helping other NGOs uh, recruit skill volunteers, so someone who can maybe take a few photos at the events or design a new logo mm. or just advise them on how to do social media. And that's the second program we launched. Um, great timing, like pre-COVID and um, late 2019. And I think because of COVID, this has really kind of taken off. Um, a lot of people sitting at home, uh, they want to help out, but these projects, can, they can do it, you know, in bed, at home, anywhere, uh, whenever they want. And and I think uh, over, the last year and a half, we connected almost 4,000 people to 300 charities now on like six to 700 of these different projects. So it's great to, to see this. And just to sum up, yeah, those are the two programs that we run. So how difficult was that?
1: Tra- how was the transition when you went to full time, Time Auction? Mm. Was that a big jump for you?
0: Yeah, huge jump. Um, I mean, I've, I worked in a, in a bank and I changed to work at a startup and then started doing Time Auction full time. Initially, it was just me. I was super excited to go to work, but usually, uh, so we sat at our donor's office. and your dad's
1: like, oh, you should go back to art <laughs> school. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah, my dad's another story. He's like, yeah. what are you doing?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: You're like, I'll joke? tell you, dad. I'll have a two-hour meeting with you after you donate 10 hours to this NGO. <laughs> yeah, of my choice." <laughs> exactly. Um,
0: yeah, but it's super different. Like, running your own thing, suddenly nobody will tell you what to do. Um, and suddenly you have to think about where your organization will go. You have to get the resources. You have to kind of think of a plan. So I started, you know, just learning a lot about what other uh, entrepreneurs, when they first started out, what they did, and I try to incorporate certain habits. So, for example, one is every Sunday I would sit down and kind of review the week before, and what what time spent actually had a bigger payoff, what time what what was a waste of time, and then think about the week after, kind of just try to make sure moving forward every every week. Um, the other thing is uh, it started getting a little bit overwhelming. So I started picking up uh, meditation as a habit. And so that was, I guess, major changes, just how you think about your, your lifestyle and where you spend your time.
2: When did wait, wait, wait when, when did it get overwhelming? Like in the beginning straight up and meditation began there or as it expanded to a certain point?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, it got overwhelming when I was about to change into a f- you know, doing it full time. Oh, okay, okay. So I would still have my day job and now I would do a time auction stuff at night and then it just yeah. feels like there's so much Non-stop, going Non-stop, right? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. that's like, I think that's what happens to a lot of people. I've noticed that as we've had guests before as well when they had that point of like I'm frustrated both sides because I'm exhausted. I don't know how,
1: what yeah. I bounce it off. It's a really common theme for our guests of people yeah. who had to make a transition from, you know, let's say a traditional job yeah. In, into like, d- investing in their passion yeah. projects I mean like it's interesting because I have the same parallel like I used to do
2: web design and stuff before it's well with comedy so I had to f- web design my full-time career of my own and I had comedy so I'd be on planes flying to Singapore I had four hours to finish a website and I'm sitting in budget airlines if I was in business I would keep the same job <laughs> but I couldn't do it it was like these terrible budget airlines I'm like what am I doing my back hurts everything and I'm trying to cram this website within four hours of landing it's ridiculous so I, I know at that point but then it's really hard because I'm always always curious like, at what point did you just say Uh, like if you had to give a percentage your full-time job time and also your your passion this charity time what percentage was was it that you said i'm just gonna throw away the full-time job and go full-time with my charity
0: right yeah um so i never thought about running a charity like like you know going to art school and then my dad's like you know you gotta well you worked at a at
2: a bank so sometimes you know some of these banks are kind of you know (laughs) with, with their profits every year i'm like that's a charity (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah i I mean we never thought that growing as a charity like time auction was a side project that my my co-founder i it's fun like people are coming people are volunteering more well so Uh, maybe let's
1: talk about that exact point why did what was the first thing that you did for time auction oh when we first started what was the first thing like how how did this come about like what what, why did you start it
0: yeah so i think at that point because i I guess first two weeks into my banking job, I knew I wouldn't want to be there.
1: (laughs) Just one of those moments. That's nice. Always nice to have that when you start a new job.
0: Wow, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, I got that like quarter life crisis I Would loved moment, to have done like, this three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. It's like really young. Like I don't want to be here like doing this for 20 years. Do you remember what it was?
2: What was the moment that made you think that? Because like very <laughs> often a great when I went to go into like uh, when I had my uh, only one and only full time job, I was there for the first two months. I'm like, let me learn something. And by the second month, I'm like, I'm learning nothing. What was, why am I here? Like, I'm teaching these guys how to do things. I'm, I want to get out of here. Yeah. And I was feeling terrible because I was like, I just got here. My probation's not even over. Should I just quit? I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to go. do. It's my first job. Am I a loser? Am I a quitter? I'd love
1: to be able to like have a camera on the wall. Yeah. Did you just go back in that moment when you're like, <laughs> you see oh, it in this your sucks. eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sitting there with my, with my music and everything. People talking
2: to me. I'm like, why am I here? Oh my God, kill me now. How hey, yeah, get out the, here
1: your head, a song in your head that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like Nirvana and <laughs> I stuff. I was thinking
2: the end of uh, Goodfellas. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, yeah. So go on. Tell me, uh, do you remember like what was that moment? Oh, that yeah, like, definitely. I can't do
0: it. I think. Leading up to it, right? Like I was in art school, everybody was like, all the students there. I was art about, school to
1: a bank. What are you doing? I
0: <laughs> but everybody in art school is like, you are so owning your individuality, right? Like, yeah. whatever you want to do in the future career, you have to make sure the only criteria is you do really well it's and it's authentic then you're really to yourself and stuff. About yeah, yeah, yeah. It in business school they don't it's say that so much in banks right yeah, yeah. In, in business school it's like everybody asks like, what do you want to do I want to be in an investment bank or uh, an accountant somewhere or a management trainee at a big company and all of this is not because they're passionate about it they're because they see that this is how much money I'm going to make um, and in a few years down the line and then I can get an apartment we're very Hong Kong story right? yeah, yeah. so when I got into, into the bank I thought hey this is what everybody wanted um, this is you know working in central we've got like like good, good colleagues, like good, relatively good payer as a fresh grad. And then I looked at my boss and I, or not my boss, just to be so personal, Superior, but like yeah. everybody like, everybody was working crazy hours. Um, and they, but they get money. So that what, what they could do is every month they can take a holiday. Like every month they can go on a long weekend to Bali. And they burn
2: up the money that yeah, they need. Yeah, stay
0: at a super nice hotel. Everybody gets like super nice handbags and, and shoes. And I thought this is not, a good way to kind of spend my time. Like in, if 80% of your time is working at a job that you don't like, so that 20% you can enjoy it, it doesn't really add up. I feel like I don't want that life. So, you know, two weeks later, I'm like, I need to find a way out, yeah. out of here. So um, yeah, so Time Auction, first thing I did when, um, so why we started Time Auction is my, my co-founder Yi and I, we were really passionate about like startups in general. Like people seem to be really passionate about what they do and they could be really successful at it, right? Um, so we went to a lot of startup events and then one night like after the event, we thought, hey, why don't we um, just ask people to 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 share just basically how they craft this career they love and are super successful at it. And at the same time, we get more people to volunteer. And then we thought, oh, what the hell, let's just try it. Um, so the first two weeks, we just email a bunch of people and thought, hey, these are the people we want to probably feature. And I think like 10 of them said <coughs> <stressed. coughs> yes. Yeah. I don't think I was the first no, class. I, I, was I, was, I wasn't no,
2: I was there like, yet. Don't <laughs> even <laughs> try and get out of it. She knew she was like, he would ignore us for yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Our, our logo is just let just email out
1: one person. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I wasn't that funny back then.
0: <laughs> well, in the first round, usually people we kind of know, right? Like someone's dad or someone that you met at an event like, you know, a few months ago. So we started there and then a bunch of people said yes. And we thought... Oh crap! We really have to do this now. <laughs> like we kind of
1: got the ball rolling. What were people's initial reactions? Did you feel resistance or did you feel There's no reply? No, no reply, right? It Usually, was, it's either no reply. Really
0: so we we didn't even have a logo, right? Like we didn't even have <laughs> a, a f- website. We had an email. We just like, hey, like, do you want to donate like an hour to us? It's like time
2: auction at gmail. I was just amazing.
0: <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> yeah. I was literally just thinking
1: that nothing <laughs> loses credibility more when <laughs> someone <laughs> cold emails you, gmail yeah, with louder. a gmail. The left part. The yeah. right part of the app yeah. is on the left side. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, come on, yeah, guys. yeah <laughs>
0: no. Oh, sure. I think it was timeauctionhk.gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. this
2: is localized. It had HK in it. Yeah. Oh, that's different. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the response was really great. Like, you, we, we cold email some people too and then within an hour um, they come back and say, I'm sold. Like Great idea. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, so we thought maybe the ideas have have like.
2: I think that was it. Even I remember when you contacted me as well. I was like, I love this idea because I'm actually really big on the cha- uh, donating your time because I've always been the type of guy that I'm like, it's really unfair when let's say someone donates a hundred bucks and they're like, yeah, it's just a simple donor, and another guy who's like a multi-billionaire donates like a hundred thousand. They're like, oh my god, what a great person. I'm like, well, compared to what he has,
0: yeah. That's How like 0. 0.00 that that's chump chinks for that person. But it's zero.
2: nothing. That was like you know, I dropped it, whatever. I don't really care. And I'm like, it's really unfair because it's like this guy just gave a hundred out of maybe a, uh, he has a $1,000 saving giving 10% but you're like this is 100 bucks. what can I do with it but the time factor I love it because like all charities as well I'm not a big money giver but I'm more than happy to like give the time because I'm like that is real that is really genuinely donating because everyone's 24 hours I think that concept blew me away and I'm like I love it I absolutely
0: love this idea yeah and the same thing with you know if you think about the most similar idea right, <clears throat> would be the lunch with Warren Buffett <clears throat> where you can, you can you can donate like millions of dollars to have lunch with him yeah but the people who come to our events, they could be, you know, kids who not who doesn't have this kind of access at school because their school doesn't have resources, but they can still come because they can just spend their weekend volunteering. Um, so it doesn't matter how rich or poor, whatever, whatever age group, what connections you have, you can you can still come and and learn.
2: But I mean, I see this. Have you actually had a guest so popular you had to have to have kids auction off time? I'll do twelve hours. No, I'll do thirteen. It's like, have you had anyone do that?
0: Yeah, the auction part is a bit, a bit misleading. We started off with that, but what we realized is some people are just like love volunteering, right? So they they do it every weekend. So they have like, you know, 500 hours just from one year alone. <laughs> so they're like yeah. really loaded on our platform. Yeah. And we didn't do the auction bit at the end because we want the people who, who, who never volunteer to go do it. Yeah. So 10 hours is... Right, hours to so be it's standard. favoring
1: the people who are already heavily invested in it when you're really trying to encourage the people who are getting into it, right? Yeah.
0: Exactly. Uh,
2: okay, okay, okay. I mean, well, so then, what are the more prominent guests other than <coughs> uh, this guy? <laughs> have, <laughs> you, have you featured? Because uh, I, I uh, remember uh, I was we'll, at the we'll fift-
1: Other than we'll Marbles, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marble's <always laughs> on. Yeah, Marbles on always top
2: of this guy. Because <laughs> like, I was actually at the... I hosted the fifth year anniversary party that you guys... Well, celebration yeah. that you guys had. And I was blown away by the different guests that you had, the different calibers, different levels. Like, was, was there one or two that really stood out where you're like, I can't believe they responded. I can't believe they're agreeing to this. I
0: feel like every time we get a response, it was kind of like that. Hmm. I feel like like the first time we had, because we were such a startup, right? Like when people ask you, like, who do you have? And then we have, I think everyone's story is super interesting, but you have, like, oh, in the beginning, it was to see a founder of 9Gang, Ray. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ray. they thought, oh my God, he said yes. Like you yeah. are like kind of feel like, oh, you can meet like the founder of 9Gang and the people understand what we do. I feel like every step of the way, we have like people that we never thought we would be able to, to reach. Um, uh because we feature such different people, yeah. so I wouldn't say there's one person who's like super. But has it? Super. Has it well,
1: what's one that stood out to you? Yeah, I get that. Because you a must lot. be like, you're you like, there must be some of them hours. that you want to hear from as well, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. But you're, th-
1: she's, th- you're there pretty much most of them, right?
0: Yeah, we we rotate, but I as yeah, we we do go to almost yeah most of it.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yourself, do you have anyone stand that stands out?
0: Um. Yeah, I think. I like uh, one guest we had on was Vincy uh, Chok, like Chok Wanzi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's a very uh, fa- famous Hong
2: Kong uh, celebrity slash comedian slash director, super talented uh, lady who basically used to be a radio DJ, and very famous. And then she just made her way from a young age on with Chok Wanzi. She used to do Cantonese comedies well for a while. When she wanted to do her own thing, she and she did that for a while and stopped.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was like kind of. Um, Because when I was a kid, every day after school, I would listen to her show. And then she would have these, like, different characters. She would, like, you know, have different... Uh, characters but it's all the same person yeah uh jc gooby family yeah, yeah yeah, and i would love her show and then and then when i had her on and then listening to the story behind how she got into you know doing that and the story behind it for me that was like oh wow like i never thought that when i was a kid i would get to like kind of meet the yeah the person like i mean like one of the characters with my childhood crush i was just like <laughs> there <"Wow." you> go. <laughs> this is like you know childhood memories kind of like having a loop um closing that loop there yeah. it can be
1: a bit of an out-of-body experience when you finally meet Someone that you've, you know, known yeah, and she as was a famous person for a really long time.
0: Yeah. And, and you're just sitting
1: nice. there smiling and in your head you're like, <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. You're like, I can't
2: believe this is happening.
1: I think the best story we had like that was Alison Howe who was there. Oh, yeah. Allison Her Howe, whole career, career as it, uh, on radio had come from from this very loose idea of it would eventually lead to meeting the Backstreet Boys.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then she met him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> and then she was like, when she was young, she was like, I want to get married to them. Blah blah blah. Then she met him. I'm like, I'm married already. Yeah, yeah. She's like, they're married too. They're married too. They're old case. now. They're <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Creepy old dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But have there have there been uh, any particular guests that when you thought, oh, there's no way, there's no way they're going to agree to this, and just like, I, I cannot. Yeah, believe. I
0: mean. Um the other person we had on was uh, Anthony Wong, like Wong house Sang. Oh thing. yeah, yeah. And then we thought, you know, growing up watching. <laughs> yeah, 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 I just
2: letting the Australian over here. What are you,
1: what are you, freaking Hong Kong Wikipedia over here? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm Hong Kong. Singer, <laughs> yeah, singer, five foot seven. Exactly. Black hair glasses, fish, glasses. Beard. You've anyway. probably
0: seen his work. Like, if you've seen, like, you know, Wait,
2: Olgando, like. W- what am I saying? Well, singer. Sorry, actor Wong. I
0: was thinking
2: of like Anthony oh, no, the sorry, sorry, Voice sorry. of
1: confidence. You know oh, me?
2: my God. I can't believe I mixed it up. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to just clarify that we do <laughs> not edit all this. of his <laughs> Exactly. None of this will be actor. Very famous actor. Yeah, he's not like. You uh, he didn't huge. even call him out on it. She's proud. Uh, no, she was like. <laughs> I thought
0: he was messing with you.
2: Sorry, yeah, yeah. Go on. Yeah,
0: like, people like that. Like, we had dinner with him and then it was just sold out in like a minute right like yeah. um people we never thought we would be able to kind of feature and reach and just hearing how he got into the whole acting thing yeah. and then the struggles and all that it was very interesting and
1: getting some of those big names must really help elevate your profile as well right
0: um i i guess i mean yeah and from a from a startup point of view right like now we have uh coming up we have sammy jung with dan Solomon and yeah and a bunch of other people like Sammy Cheung was
2: like, okay, singer. This one singer. <laughs> 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 he's like, he's like, you know, Sammy Cheung was
1: like, queen. enthusiast.
2: Yeah, a queen of, <laughs> you could pretty much say the current queen, well, okay, one of the current queens of Canto pop, yeah, I'd say, yeah. yeah. Huge. Like, one of the
1: biggest. And do you think that, obviously, it's, it's very Hong Kong focused. Do you have any ambitions
0: to move beyond Hong Kong? Yeah, actually, pre-COVID days, we were in seven other cities. So we were in Singapore, we were in KL, and all those chapters are run by volunteers. So kind of like TEDx, where they bring our concept there. We train them, we guide them how to do everything and they use our platform. So, but obviously COVID Hong Kong is already a better place to be <laughs> in. So yeah. everything had to kind of, kind of put on hold there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so let me ask you this. So now you've done the time option thing, the mindfulness thing, all that stuff. Is there other ideas that, you're, that are in the pipelines that you want to get people to volunteer? Because what you could do, if you need extra help, you get a guess. Get people to volunteer their time to help you in your new project as your new NGO and you do the whole cycle of, you know, making people work for you. It sounds NGO like a earn.
1: pyramids game.
2: Because <laughs> the whole time I think I'm like, wait a second, this is a damn good idea. I could be the guest to my own event and have people pr- do all this work for me. I'm like, got to clean my house for me.
1: Your t- uh, Vivek's charity is working on his own career. That's
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm just thinking like, how can I get all my chores that I want to be doing Within 10 hours, so someone can donate that and talk to me for two hours.
1: <laughs> but it's a good question, though. How do you see yourself building it? What's your
0: yeah. focus? Yeah, I mean, there's the, the there's a lot of ideas that we have in mind. Um, so just to kind of share where we are, right? We have probably 12,000 people in our community. Uh, a lot of them have been to our events. A lot of them have kind of volunteered their skills to different charities. We have 300 NGOs so, on So, so that's platform. not
1: the volunteers. That's just the people that are the, are the from program one, right?
0: Uh, it's all a mix, right? So, so the people come to the events; they have to volunteer. So before, they we will tell them, "Hey, go to you know this beach cleanup, go to Impact HK as walk." So a lot of people would go there because they don't really know where else to go volunteer if you're new to this thing. Um, and then now that we have the skill volunteer matching program, so what ha- how it works is the charities would go on a website. They post whatever, you know, a skill volunteer they need, like someone to design my logo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll probably take 10 hours. Yeah. Uh, probably it needs to be done in these two months. Uh, people who are interested and can help, then they will apply and then they 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 would talk to the charity and if both of them think it's a good fit, then they will work on the project. So and do you
1: feel like that's been successful, the matching, the skill matching?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of way exceeded our expectation. Like wow. initially... Um, Back then, we were doing, you know, 2019, we were doing two events per week in Hong Kong. It's quite a lot of logistics and just, like, everything is, uh, yeah, a lot of people coming. And we thought, hey, what more can we do to create more impact? So we thought, hey, all these attendees are super talented. Uh, Why don't we try just posting on Instagram and try to recruit skilled volunteers for other NGOs? So, for example, we would post, like, let's say food angel needs a graphic designer put it on instagram and then we got a bunch of people dms and then say hey i want to help and then we looked at their instagram pro- profile it's like wow this guy is pr- really legit and then we had a intern who would just like full-time just introducing everybody she would do like hundreds of emails like every week and like hey vivek <laughs> this person will do your logo and like uh, you guys kind of like uh, take it off from there take yeah. it off from there and now um our platform launched in august so that just like kind of taken up really quickly. So um, I would say, so in just such a short period of time, right, like you get like 4,000 people to help like 300 NGOs on different projects. And these are also like really impactful projects too. Like for example, um, you know, obviously with COVID, a lot of NGOs, they have to pivot like all businesses do. So um, we helped the educational charity who usually have like these in-person classes at underprivileged schools to change their whole curriculum to online. And then we got nine video editors to create the whole like online course. And then the, the teachers came back and said, oh my God, like these kids are learning so much. Like their mock exam is, they're doing like 40% better than last year. Wow, so that, stuff that's like great. That, that yeah. It's really heartwarming.
2: Can I, can I ask you this? Like, is your dad like impressed now? <laughs> <laughs> or the best way to get him though is like do you know any like idol of his that oh you, like, yeah that always works yeah what you should do get his idol and if he wants to meet him be like dad 10 hours <laughs> get to work
0: I mean the thing is he, He's been working in China For like You know for, for, Since I can't remember oh, yeah, yeah, His yeah. idol would be like Oh someone really famous In China I'm like Who's that <laughs> yeah,
1: the like, I have no nabuban. idea <laughs> yeah,
2: Not there yet man No
0: I mean, he's better Like I, yeah. I think with parents Like they They don't really understand What you're doing But yeah. then And this then here, after a while You're yeah. on newspaper And then they see Oh oh, <laughs> you, you, I think you're doing okay Yeah, yeah They're featuring
1: you Clearly here. something. Depends right. what the newspaper article's about Yeah
2: true <laughs> 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 It's like you know
1: I get I get I get stopped Comedian arrested. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, getting stopped on
2: the (laughs) trees to get you, you know, autographs, the photographs are cool. Getting stopped to get your ID card checked, not so cool. So, yeah, like different, different things. Yeah. So, okay. So, I guess like dad's like super impressed now, as in, uh, what he has, does he have any comments? Does he come in and be like, I
0: want to be a consultant? He would say, so when are you, you know, going to make money again? <laughs> when are you going to go back to doing something He's really profit? thats a what hint, he can man. to
1: get rid of that stereotype. It's
2: yeah. great. Yeah. That's a hint. What well, you should do, right? Write him a blank check with like, a dad right here. And I don't know like, if
0: I can afford to do
2: Well, that. you know, if he, if he does write that number, you're like, dad, I can't believe it. <laughs> what do you think I am?
1: An ATM machine? Elsa, <laughs> I like the idea of saying, like, when are you going to make money? You're like... <laughs> It's charity That's, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the point The more Just we re- make money You're saying I should steal? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. um, So why is charity so important to you?
0: I feel like So why are we pushing more people volunteer, right? Um, for I feel you, like, like why
1: is this worth your time? You, we've spoken a lot well, about like I, time I, You put your, so yeah. much of your time into this why, why is it that you feel like this is worth your time?
0: Yeah So initially I wasn't I, How I got started was um, back in the bank, they have all these like volunteer committee and activities, and I would join all of those. Oh, the CSR just programs, uh, social
2: responsibility programs, and all those. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. As a reason to get away from my day job, right? Just mm-hmm. like, hey, I can't work today because I got to do this like committee thing. Yeah. But then after I got into it, I really liked it, and and I realized it's it's an educational experience, right? Like, you learn so much more about the world and yourself. Um, give you an example, like um, I went to a beach cleanup. And you think, oh, it's just easy, like picking up like plastic trash off the beach. But once you're there, you realize, oh, my God, like the problem is is crazy. Like there are trees that are growing like through these plastic and, and all that. You just there's no way that you can solve the problem by doing beach cleanup. And then after that, I would the first thing I did was I get a reusable coffee cup and I'll have like a, my own water bottle So I don't I stop, you know, buying, you know, uh, disposable, disposable stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. and people ask me if you want a straw. You start saying no. And I feel like it's an educational experience and it changes your perspective and it might affect like how you act in the future. Um, same thing with like Impact HK kindness walk, right? Like you never knew there are people who are living like just in Causeway Bay and all these places outside of where normal That you
1: walk past all the time.
0: Yeah. And you don't realize where, where the problem lies. And and once you go to the kindness walk and understand the the work that the charity does and you now you know, hey, the answer is not money, it's not shelter, it's actually friendship and just care for these people so you you know more about the world and and it changes you in, in ways that you might not expect so i think it's something that we want more people to have that experience I yeah really one interesting yeah, point God.
1: like that i noticed is um this is sort of tangential a little bit but just how you start to see it, the, the problems differently you know is it, when you would walk up to someone homeless and you would give them food and they would say no and the guys are going to just put, 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 it, put it nearby because there's a pride thing. Like, even when they have nothing and objectively their situation is so bad, there's still pride. And they don't want to just, some people just don't want to take something. But if you leave it nearby and you sit by and you're really nice and open and feel safe for them, you watch when you're not looking and they'll lean over and they'll eat it because they need food. You know, yeah. the need is there, even if there's this, like, you know, on, on all sides, this problem of, of an ego. Apply
0: you understand more different perspective of of the problem by just you know going there, seeing that up front, and, and how down.
2: complex it is.
0: Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah, usually that's the case, right? I mean, it's like with uh, like even with comedy. What I find is that a lot of people think oh, I can like when you do shows, you have that audience who's sitting there, you know, looking at you, going like, Psh, I could do this. I just choose not oh to. Oh my god! All, right. all the time. Yeah. Right. Oh my lord. Yeah, I, and uh, especially in like uh, local Chinese shows as well. Oh, I love it because like you see the guys where they're like, I could do this, I just don't do it. I'm <laughs> busy. That's all. You know, <laughs> I just have other things to do. You know, and then the the same thing is that when they actually do it, then all of a sudden that's newfound appreciation of like, oh my god. Like this is this is another level. So I think that is a lot of parallels that I also encourage a lot of people to do to charity. Also because it it's something you will never realize until you experience it. Same with comedy. And that's the thing I always uh, go to schools and talk about. Where I'm like, I would rec- uh, recommend you guys not just watch and passively be like, oh, I know about this, but actually go and experience it. Right. Same with like uh, cultural talks. So this is what I do. Right. A lot of times I go to schools and give, uh, talks about my life growing up in Hong Kong. And usually at like the ten minute mark, or twenty minute mark, I like to stop and kind of let the kids know as hey is your brain still thinking I'm listening to this Indian guy speaking or is your brain thinking I'm listening to this guy speaking you know and by in 20 minutes they've forgotten the identity issue the cultural issue and stuff like that but they've also realized that it's way more than they thought they thought okay these people you know they eat curry every day they do this they do that and like oh this guy actually based all these other problems I never realized that so I think that's the other thing you uh, that You I'm still do eat a lot of curry
1: though let's be honest here
2: yeah. oh definitely man I mean I gotta <laughs> uphold the stereotype otherwise where's the comedy <laughs> I mean I can't I can't do the joke without living it you know
1: <laughs> I remember I do my first tour of india and we <laughs> had curry three meals a day yeah. and i loved it and it was great food but yeah, i was yeah.
2: like yeah come on like <laughs> i mean yeah that's why we have detox i mean <laughs> that's the whole concept behind it right no but uh so coming back to the whole time off thing <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to like do the linkage i love here. it, I love <laughs> it. <laughs> no so with time have you thought about expanding more like let's say to universities and, and schools and everything with, like getting more younger generation mm. involved in this concept to start off with
0: yeah, definitely. I mean, we have great expansion plans. So a few things that we realized um, is I, I think about one third of the people who are on our platform they are currently either taking a lot of unpaid leave or they are looking for another job. They're unemployed and they did use these like kind of volunteer projects to learn new skills, um, build a portfolio, build a CV and, you know, just a better great use of their time than like, you know, sitting at home, just like watching Netflix all day. So one thing is kind of reaching people who, who have that excess capacity to help and then, after that experience, what they realize is uh, they actually learned something about it. These NGOs are actually really professional, and they understand more about the cause, and a lot of people would then come back to volunteer more. Um, the other thing is, uh, uh, we're talking to a lot of corporates. You know, pro bono work is a big thing in law firms, right? Because I think part of the lawyer's license required. Them yeah, to they do. get
1: they get a tax benefit. I think yeah. if they've got. I, I don't some know what
0: they get, but there, it's like a standard kind of practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the same thing could go for like design firms and marketing firms and different kind of skills. And and we're talking to a lot of companies about that, and they're actually really. Really, uh, uh, they love the idea of like being able to contribute where they're needed most, and at the same time, kind of you know have more portfolio, have more uh, case studies for their for their company. Have you con-
2: Sorry, so have you have you contacted the the place you used to work before and get them <laughs> <laughs> to volunteer nah. this that
1: time? And you I know, and know like, how horrible you guys yeah. are.
0: They didn't reply. No, I <laughs> mean
1: no. no. I left so oh, long man. ago, so it
0: might be a, I don't know who to oh, who to talk no. to. <laughs>
2: that would have been the ideal thing. You see, like an old colleague or your 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 former like manager or boss. You're like. You need to do 10 hours before you can come here. Thank you. Please uh, do something about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll get them. We'll get them sometime. Yeah.
1: Do you play much of a role in choosing... I mean, obviously... It seems like you're educating people about charity and stuff like that. Do you do you have much of a role in choosing what charities you know you're going to focus on, or do you keep it pretty open?
0: Yeah, so we keep it really open right now. Um, any charity or social enterprise, they can sign up on a platform and and, and find the people they they need. Um, but one thing we realize is, um, so we have about three hundred on the platform right now. Most of these uh, organizations, they are really small. Um, they're under like more than half of them are under like one million in annual budget. Uh, some I think like one third of them don't have any full-time staff and more than half have less than five five staff. So these are usually the organizations that need most help. So they, they are the organization that have a font logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We see a lot of logo projects. They just yeah. think, like, okay, I'm growing up now so I need to like somehow have a better branding. Yeah. Then they can reach like different kind of you know donors or public just to sh- just to say hey they're legit they're doing great work you know that part is also very important. Can
2: I just say I've definitely touched a nerve on the fact that you've been calling back the font logo. <laughs> oh <thing>. my god! <laughs> I
1: didn't realize it was such a huge <laughs> issue for yeah. charities.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just was twitching
1: say. every time you say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah
2: they're like, which one should we do areola type, Roman. <laughs> uh, man, which one's gonna nice make us it. the money? Yeah. <laughs> we need some help. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, so let me ask you this then finally that, uh, so Time Auction, have you had people basically attack you guys with this idea or like trying to take advantage of it? Have you had those? Because I, I always find, see, the, honestly, the issue I have is a lot of different so-called charities do contact me for work or whatever. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm happy to help with a lot. However, I, why I have to do my homework is because I find more and more that people claim to be a charity or like a non-profit organization. And I get there, I'm like, you're a bunch of CEOs sitting around having dinner and claiming you're doing charity by donating $100 each into this so-called charity pool that you made. Yeah. And I was like, why am I doing this for free when you guys are like, you know, rich, rich, uh, multi billionaires Yeah, definitely.
0: We've been to charity events where, hey, wait, this is just a, b- a big party with some uncles going saying sing karaoke. Just a reason to- for them to get upstage. Um,
1: and your dad's like, finally, a great idea. I'd like to introduce my daughter to everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Finally, I could sing Lady Gaga exactly. with some people I respect. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, but uh, definitely, I mean, there are charities that we we don't know if they are really doing great work, right? Um, but we do a vetting, like every NGO that sign up on our platform, we have a meeting with them understand their work, we ask them for, you know, the annual report, and and just to really understand, like, what they're trying to do, um, obviously, just to also kind of think about how we can help them better, but yeah, we would turn away charities that we thought, hey, maybe your, your idea is too early, we haven't seen you do anything yet, maybe, maybe next time, right? Because... Uh, on the other hand, we also want to protect our volunteers, make sure they're helping the ones that are actually legit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so it's not just me. Okay, whew. How <laughs> so like, is that? Am I the only one that everyone's targeting? Like, that's at this, at this sucker. Make him do stuff for us.
1: So you, you, your, your suggestion is that uh, Time Auction might be targeted by people that are not really... They see Chinese charities user. or
2: people who set up so-called quote-unquote charities or NGOs that actually are not really legit Like as in they're just wasting Tax time. Tax-free party That kind of stuff and then they get you to get people to come and volunteer their time to do stuff that you want to get done for yourself. Just think of it this way. My house is dirty and I had just started a charity where I need to clean up And now I'm like, time auction, can I get like different volunteers? And you know, I'll let you guys meet Andy Curtin for two hours. If your volunteers clean my house. I
1: mean, they're only putting 50,000 volunteer hours in. It's not enough to claim your apartment.
2: (laughs) That's true. I've tried, man. I've been living there every been Like this is another hour of work. It's not happening. So
1: what do you think is the, what's the most important thing that time auction is doing now?
0: I think we're building a community, Uh, building a community who, who wants to help. Essentially, so for the charity, for the NGO side, right, they have, like, very diverse needs. Um, we have helped NGOs find, like, yoga instructor to teach their kids how to, you know, do 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 at-home workouts to uh, a gardener um, to help this NGO have this, like, new cafe to kind of think about what to plant. So really, really diverse needs. And all of these needs could be filled because we have such a diverse and great community. And after they've done their volunteering, they can redeem... Uh, opportunities where where they can learn more or kind of empower themselves so other than the mentorship dinners and lunches um you can also redeem like uh, a farm tour at the bee farm Uh, you can go to like a coffee coffee workshop and um one thing that we launched this month is because it's uh, april is global volunteer month you can use 10 completed volunteer hours to redeem someone to donate a thousand dollars to a selected charity so just like all kinds of incentive that hopefully will get you to like volunteer more and then come back. So I think the most important thing is we're trying to build a community where everybody can discover ways that they can get back and at the same time they can get more out of that experience and be empowered to to do more um, and keep going.
1: That's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today. It's been awesome.
0: Thank you for having me.